Y'all, buenos dias, buenos tardes, and buenas noches. This is President Alex here saying, Have a good day, have a good evening, or have a good night because y'all already know I don't know when you're listening to this. Whenever you decide, it's one of those times. So let's get started. Can we get started? Oh my gosh, now I'm missing Trey songs. Whatever happened to him? I remember back in my day. Oh, <laughs> not me aging myself with Trey songs. I'm only 25. Can I not do that? Anyways, back in my day, Trey songs, <laughs> it was ladies love Trey songs. Where is he? We need an apology tour. I think it's about the time I introduced myself because I did just come on here and start talking for two episodes and it's kind of like who is this girl yeah i think it's that time y'all i go by alex alexandria joe that's my influencer name because i'm i'm tired of having all my governmentals all out on the internet i'm trying to pull back now so if y'all know my first name y'all know my first name but that is the name i am going by president alex all right I am a 25-year-old mother of one, mother of fun. <laughs> I had my son Jello in January of this year, 2021, because it might be some future listeners. So hello, y'all from the past. <laughs> But yes, I had my first child this year. So y'all probably are like, how are you the president of anything? Well, girl, I'm gonna let you in on a secret. Nobody likes being called a baby mama. But me, I said, I'm gonna step in it. (laughs) So what makes me the president of this said club that nobody needs to join because there are already millions of members is simply the fact that I chose it. Um, When I filled out my paperwork, I called myself the president and I am literally, legally the president of this club. (laughs) It was last Mother's Day. I know the dates. How many of y'all know the date that it happened? I know the date. I became a mother on Mother's Day. Oh my goodness, yes. During COVID, I have a quarantine cutie with me. (laughs) Child, his class is going to be deep, okay? It's going to be so many people in them graduating classes. But yes, I was pregnant during COVID. Zero out of 10 would not recommend. I mean, it wasn't even a nice part where like it was a lot of people outside. And no, like I was pregnant in May. So everything got shut down in March. I had to go to every doctor's appointment alone. Everything was was just so low dolo. It was just me. I had no advocates for what was going on with me. It was just me thugging it out, trying to figure it out <laughs> by myself. 
I did have a black OBGYN. I definitely looked specifically for black OBs in a particular area and found one. She did an amazing job for what, you know, I needed her to do. But I do highly recommend doulas and midwives if you are looking to have children and haven't had any yet or, you know, you're working on more kids, I would highly recommend having somebody who can advocate for you when you don't know what to advocate for yourself. So, yes, my pregnancy was pretty smooth for the most part until month eight. Um, I do believe I was having seizure-like activity around Christmas time. My blood pressure shot up. Um, I explained it to my doctor. They weren't really worried, but I was worried because my blood pressure has never been an issue for me ever. So, um, I, I took their word for it. I shouldn't have <laughs> because while I was in labor, I was diagnosed with preeclampsia. My nurse assured me that they will monitor my blood pressure, which they did. They treated me very well, except for one lady. I will not be naming you because you don't deserve the spotlight, sis. But anyway, <laughs> outside of her, they treated me very well at the hospital. Um, I was, I was in and out feels like, you know, so the day I was having contractions, I did not believe that they were contractions. Literally, I didn't believe it. Like I felt the pain and I was like, nah, that's probably Braxton Hicks. It didn't even feel like Braxton Hicks, y'all. I really think I was just in denial and scared to go to the hospital. So after hours of just this pain coming on and off, and I really think it was the Uncle Ray's chips because I did ask my son's dad to uh, give me some hot chips and he did. So shout out to the Uncle Ray's. I really think it um kickstarted my labor. So by the time I go to the hospital, they check me out. And yes, indeed, I was in active labor. Um, But I was only like two centimeters going so they were like you know you can go home and take a hot shower a hot bath I said because if y'all know y'all know when you're pregnant they tell you not to take a hot anything like you can't get hot bath I was pretty much cold the whole pregnancy because I was scared you know I'm like shoot I don't want to boil my baby up in there not a little jello boil in my stomach so <laughs> I took to their words and I did the lukewarm showers the entire time so when they said I could go home and take a hot shower baby I was in that hot shower okay so after we leave the hospital we get some corned beef sandwiches from Lou's Deli if y'all know y'all know about Lou's Deli <laughs> we grab the sandwiches we go to the crib I get in the shower and pop I feel this pop it felt like a rubber band popped inside of me and that was my mucus plug I had to turn right back around and go back to it the was hospital game time then it's like it, it was cute being pregnant up until that point. Like, you know, you see a pregnant woman and their belly is all big and you're just all warm inside. And oh, it was cute until that point because it was like, oh, this baby has to actually come out now. That's not fun. That's not <laughs> that's not cute anymore. <laughs> So we hurry up, go to the hospital, and I kid you not, I mean, I have the picture still. 
As soon as my son's father opened up my car door and I sat down in the wheelchair, my water broke. And I was snail tailing it all the way down the hall to the elevator, leaking on the elevator, leaking down the labor and delivery on the third floor. I mean, just leaking out. I never felt anything like this, y'all. Um, I know some people have to get their water broken for them. Um, I believe my mom told me she got her water broken, so I didn't know what to expect. I didn't expect that. <laughs> it really felt like waterfalls, like splash waterfalls were to ludicrous. Um, just going down in my pants. I mean, my coat was just, it was just everything was drenched, y'all. It was so much fluid came out my stomach already looked smaller by the time it was all said and done. So, yep. Um, and I had a mask on <laughs> because of COVID. How fun is that? Um, my son's dad was the only one who could come with me. I did not get a chance to, you know, be wrapped in, you know, the love that I feel like pregnant women should be wrapped in because of the times and it, it's unfortunate. It was definitely unfortunate. But I I mean, my experience was my experience so that I can share it with y'all. That's all I like to think of certain things. Like when certain things happen, I say, this isn't even for me. This is for me to spread awareness to, you know? So, yep, I got readmitted to the hospital at 6 p.m. And Jello came at 9 the next morning. Yes, I got the epidural, sis. <laughs> because <laughs> my nurse... Um, what was her name? Her name was like Bonnie. Oh my gosh, Nurse Bonnie. I love you, girl. Um, Nurse Bonnie, she asked me straight up. She said, did you prepare for a natural birth? I said, no. She said, well, I would suggest the epidural. And it was the concern in her voice that let me know, okay, let me just go ahead and do it. And it was the best decision I made for me. Now, I'm not advocating for you to get the epidural or, you know, it's it's just this is what my story is um and i would love to hear the stories of the baby mamas because y'all are gang so hit me up in the dm at the bm club on instagram t-h-e-b-m-c-l-u-b let me know how how was y'all labor and delivery so maybe i can share y'all stories on our story or just post it on the feed let me know y'all <laughs> yep i got the epidural and um it actually i didn't feel it i know that needle is huge if y'all have seen it if you have it I, if you're pregnant don't look at it <laughs> do not google this if you're pregnant but if you're just interested in seeing how big the needle is it's a very big needle but honestly i didn't feel it because i was shook from a thing called a cervix exam now, did I know what a cervix exam was prior to it happening? Not at all, because the day my actual OB was supposed to perform it, she runs out of the room to go deliver someone else's baby. So I'm at my last doctor's appointment because it was the Wednesday before I went in <laughs> to be admitted into the hospital. I'm over here shook like they put their arm in me. To feel around for cello. I never felt. I, I'm going to be honest. I felt violated. 
like it it wasn't a good feeling um and I did not have a lot of those afterwards I, I did let them know um some things that I had been through in my life and that that was just not gonna be a, a thing we could just keep doing um I did get one more done after the epidural and I took that you know and I was pretty far along so it didn't hurt nowhere near as bad as the as the first one that was crazy so yep cervix exam I got hooked up to all my medicines and stuff my son's dad was looking at my contractions going off of the charts and he's like you don't feel any of that child that epidural night and I, I was just sitting there chilling. I think I was watching cartoons. <laughs> I was having a pretty good time in there, you know. And now, delivery. Because we talked about the labor, it's time to talk about delivery. Um, For me, it started around 8 a.m. I, I didn't push or anything for long because he came in at 9 something. So, um... Yep, they had me pulling on a towel. Like, they had this bar up, and then they had me pull on this towel to, like, try to get some, some kinetic energy going. I, I don't know what <laughs> what that was for. That towel didn't do anything for me. I said, child, what is this? So, after the towel shenanigans, um, I ended up on all fours. This, this hospital was very proactive. They weren't on some, you have to be on your back. Like they were letting me try different things. And um, he actually started showing more when I was on all fours than I was on my back. Now, I'm not here to tell y'all, y'all need to do all fours. I'm, this is just my experience. This is just me. But honestly, I got tired. This is a very exhausting process, y'all. Um, Pushing, that that is not um for the week. <laughs> And I was weak <laughs> because they were about to prepare me for a C-section. But the doctor that I did have, um, unfortunately, my OB was not in there for me. She did circumcise my son, but she was not there for me, unfortunately. But, you know, I, I had another black doctor, so I, you know, felt some relief there. And she suggested the vacuum method. I heard it very swiftly, and then it happened. I simply told them that I could not anymore and they believed me because they they saw how hard I was pushing. I really was trying to say I don't have it in me. So what they did was they put me back on my back. They said, listen, we're about to get him out of here, but we need one last push from you. You got you to gotta make it count. And so I'm like, I'll do whatever. <laughs> Just get him out at this point. So, you know, by now the epidural, they turned it down. Um, So I could feel things happening, but I couldn't feel what was going on like I it wasn't it was explained to me afterwards but what happened was they cut a little slit and put a suction cup on this child's head and as I pushed they pulled and bloop yanked him right out <laughs> Now that was an experience. Getting a child yanked out, like heave hold, like tug of war with a baby. Um, that was something new to me. Um, I, 
I had no words. It, it's not even that it was painful. It was just a a big whoosh. And he was gone, y'all. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, that really sums it up. They stitched me up and, oh, now that hurt. Um, I felt those stitches. I was so, I was so ready for them to be done with those stitches now because um, that, that was just a lot for me, the stitches. But as soon as that was over with, I was cool. I was able to pee. Um, it didn't hurt to pee or anything like that. I, it just was, you know, a lot of blood, of course. But it was beautiful. All the struggle, all the weird feelings and the temporary pain, it was so worth it. You know, when you hold your baby for the first time, you, it, the feeling is unmatched, you know. And then those little eyeballs look up at you and they just know who you are. Oh, come on now. It, it's unmatched. It's unreal. And I will do it again. I would just once, just one more time, not a whole bunch of times. I don't see how y'all doing this uh, a whole bunch of times, but one more time, yes, I could do it. So, yep, that is my introduction with my labor and delivery story. Um, that that's. <laughs> I, I just got really vulnerable, really real with y'all. Um, but if there are any specific things that y'all will want me to respond to on Instagram, post about as in relation to like questions about the pregnancy or the birth, like things I had to do, the prenatals I took, any specifics, I will make sure to answer them. Just make sure you DM me at the BM Club, T-H-E-B-M-C-L-U-B. There will be no ask a baby mama segment this time i know womp 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 but this was really a i need to get on here and tell these people about the story like how am i the president of the baby mama club and i haven't told y'all how i became a baby mama <laughs> and maybe you know later on down the line maybe episode 100 we'll talk about me being uh baby mama number three but that is just neither here nor there i feel like but you know since i'm telling my business i might as well air it all out right maybe you never know <laughs> so as always sending love happiness peace and all positive things to you and yours have a beautiful day evening or night bye